This is the MDRT Podcast. How will the difficult world-impacting events of 2020 lead to changes in your practice? During a recent Zoom call, MDRT members... David Appel, Newton, Massachusetts. Julianne Hertel from Worcester, Massachusetts. Dick Dobson from Cedar Falls, Iowa. Addressed how positive changes can come from difficulty, even if they happen gradually. One thing I would like to say is taking all of the setbacks that we have, which the whole world is having the same setbacks as us, in some industries even more significantly than ours, but taking any of the setbacks, particularly as they relate to our business, and turning those into opportunities. So, you know, we touched quickly on, you know, video meetings and embracing them as a way to be more efficient going forward. But every setback, there's always an opportunity to, you know, refine what the processes are in the office, to get ahead with technology, to build relationships with clients, you know, stronger relationships because you have a few extra minutes to have a quick chat on the phone with them. But take all the setbacks that we have because we're all in lockdowns and so forth and just all these setbacks turn them into opportunities. You have to walk a fine line in the business that I run in regards to people's mortality, how they feel about it, how they like talking about it. But unfortunately, in today's day and age, I, mean, I just got a text getting an update, which is not good from a, one of my close friends in San Francisco, California, whose sister-in-law is in Atlanta, 45 years old, thinks she caught it in Florida two weeks ago. She's in an ICU unit, perfectly healthy woman. Her husband and kids can't visit her and her organs are failing, and she's probably going to die. And she's 45 years old. So, I mean, people are hearing and facing, you know, mortality issues right now, like we've never seen really before, especially how publicized it is. I mean, of course, we're getting the stats of how many people die every day in the United States and all that kind of stuff. But this is being thrown in people's faces left and right. In the middle of all this Sunday morning, one of my clients died who I had both personal and key person insurance on, one of the largest PR men in Boston, the biggest firm. It was all over Google, all over the paper. I mean, he has 60-some-odd employees. My key person insurance that I sold him is going to sustain that company for a period of time. Whether it can go on forever, I have no idea, but it was a large policy. So all I was thinking was, wow, if I didn't do that or I didn't convince him to do that at that point, not only would these people be struggling right now with this virus and not really working, but the company would probably be going out of business upon his death. And he just didn't wake up Sunday morning. He was 59 years old. But there's a $5 million key person life insurance policy on his life. That's going straight to the company and straight to the company coffers. So all I can say is what this is a time where people do need to reflect on their personal lives. They do need to reflect on their financial lives. They do need to kind of figure out what's going on and clean up things that might be missing. Think about what would have been done or what they have or what they didn't have going into this whole situation. No different than my 2008 speech in Anaheim from the main platform when, you know, I said, you you know, you need to have your own financial house in order. And when I got diagnosed with cancer at 35 and I had all my insurance in place, I didn't have to worry about it. I knew my family was going to be okay. But if you don't have that stuff structured and in place, it's too, sometimes it could be too late. So, you know, at this point in time, it's just, this is an opportunity for all of us to kind of hit the rewind button, figure out where we're all at and where we want to be going forward when we come out of this thing. I thought about that. I'm not in property and casualty, but I thought about how many businesses out there had business interruption insurance. Because it's often talked about, but people say, ah, yeah. 
it's kind of like that sewer backup insurance you can get on your homeowners where you really only think about it when you've got this big problem in your lower level now. Mm-hmm. And for $5.80 a month, they would have covered it, but you didn't have the coverage. But business interruption uh, is a great opportunity for the people in the life insurance business because we can cover these issues, these particularly end-of-life issues that people are having, where many times they result in these huge medical bills for people, unexpected. And people, I think it was David Allred and also Brian Ash about the consequences. It's not about your probability of dying. It's about the consequences for your family if you don't plan. You wouldn't get in the car with an infant and not strap them in a car seat. Not because you hope never get in an accident, but because if you do, you'll protect the life of that infant. And you don't know what's coming. And it reminds me of the woman after 9-11. It was in the heat of the battle. There was smoke in the streets, I think. And someone's going, and she's just shaking her head. She goes, don't nobody know when trouble come. And what a mouthful. You know, that's Mm -hmm. saying an awful lot. We don't know what's around the corner, Mm -hmm. but we do know there's something. The magnitude of which will only be realized when it comes to visit. And so here we have... This is what we plan for. This is what we prepare for. This is what we tell our clients. Whatever may happen in the future, you know you can count on this. Mm-hmm. And I literally had four clients yeah. call asking if they would be covered if they died of the coronavirus. Exactly. Like, I mean, they just don't even understand still, you know, mm-hmm. to some extent. Yeah. I mean, they're just nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You produce a death certificate. Your family produces that death certificate. This company will pay. Mm-hmm. And that's our guarantee to them. And here's the contract to prove it. Now, I did pick up a couple, and David, maybe you could shed some light on this. Are the insurance companies slowing down the process because of COVID? Are they asking oh, that COVID question? What's, what's been amazing is I literally, and, all, and I'm licensed with probably 75 different life insurance companies. I mean, I just got my first emails last Wednesday and Thursday, even relating to it from any insurance company. But what they're starting to do is that you need to disclose in the special request section or on the application somewhere, whether you've been exposed to anybody with COVID, where have you traveled in the last 45 days? There's a little bucket list of four or five different questions that's being asked in addition to the normal life insurance application, which is covering themselves. And of course, they always have the two-year incontestability clause to fall back on. So they are doing it, but at the same time, they're recognizing the fact that we better figure some of this stuff out because we're not writing any business Mm -hmm. and we need to lay off. My biggest concern was the paramedical exam, the third-party medical exam. And so we're seeing a lot of that change happening now, literally by the minute. I'm sure when I get off this call, there'll be four emails in my inbox somehow related to that. What company's doing something differently? They're all changing in Hancock. They're all changing by the minute. They have to. Their task is different than ours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're assessing mortality. And we got some new information on the scene. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So they're definitely asking. I was wondering when it was going to happen. Because the COVID thing, it had to happen. It just took longer than I thought even for them to get something to get something out on. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.